Daily Pursuit Podcast. I hope that in whatever you're pursuing in your life, that these episodes leave you feeling more empowered, motivated, and inspired to continue to go after what you want and achieve the success that you desire. It's time to level up. These are the ABCs of coaching. Always be communicating. So why is this important? Why should we always be communicating as coaches? Something that I've noticed over the course of my career in the health and fitness industry is a focus and attention on the skills, the nuts and bolts, like I I like to call them, about coaching your ability to program, your ability to understand anatomy, your ability to understand biomechanics, your ability to understand just the basics of fitness and health. However, the missing link, the thing that so many forget about or don't really have an understanding about is communication. Now, when I say always be communicating, what I mean by that is At any point in time, as a coach or as anybody that's in a service-based industry, this doesn't just apply to the health and fitness industry. That is the realm that I've lived. That's the realm that I've been a professional in. However, this applies to anyone that is in service-based industry, where at any point in time, you are communicating. Now, in order to understand this a little bit better and a little bit deeper, We need to respect the fact and understand the fact that communication isn't just the words that are coming out of my mouth. Communication is everything from the words that come out of my mouth to the words that I say in an email to the words I don't say during intentional listening to how I'm standing and the nonverbal cueing and nonverbal dialogue and communication that I'm giving off. So when I say always be communicating, what I mean by that is be intentional with your communication. I always am going to utilize the health and fitness industry as my backdrop for examples and dialogue around this because it's what I've lived and experienced. And so when I think about this from a coaching perspective, for coaches, health and fitness professionals on the floor in a gym, in a clinic, whatever environment, in an online platform environment, If you focus your attention on how you are communicating verbally, non-verbally in the realm of communication dialogue via email, via text messages on a platform messaging, if you focus your attention on those areas and you improve your skills in those areas, you're going to see an improvement in the output of your clients. You're going to see an improvement in their ability to perform at the level that they desire, to get the results that they desire. Because you see, we can have all of the skills that we want as a coach from the technical nuts and bolts standpoint. But if we don't have the right tools or the right know-how of what tools to select to put those nuts and bolts together in the right way, then we're not going to be effective. If we're trying to use a tool that doesn't work to put those nuts and bolts together, it's not going to be effective. And those tools 
are the way that we communicate. Those tools are how we intentionally listen through communication, through how we stand, through how we hold ourselves, the energy we bring. All of that is communication. And so if we focus on always being communicating as a coach, as someone in the service-based industry, then we're going to be able to focus in on those things that are going to really impact those that we serve. So when I am guiding a coach through this process, when I'm helping them understand communication on a deeper level for themselves, one of the first things that we discuss is how they communicate themselves non-verbally. How are they doing that? So when they are showing up on the floor, for example, to run a session or a class or a training block, whatever it is, how are they showing up in a non-verbal fashion? They go, what do you mean? Well, how are they standing? How do they look? What is the energy that they are communicating outwards? I'm sure that we can all relate to the time where someone came into a room and you felt their energy. You felt that shift because how they were communicating outwardly energetically can be felt. So the same thing applies as a coach or as someone in the service-based industry, your energy that you bring into that environment is going to be felt by those people in the environment. So how are you communicating that energy? How are you presenting yourself in that environment? So we need to show up in a certain way. We need to have a routine. We need to have a, a way to get ourselves dialed in and focused on how am I going to present myself to this environment? How am I going to bring the right attitude, the right energy? You know, when you look at, I always think to watching um, the Netflix show of Tony Robbins and it shows him backstage. And before he goes on the stage, he's hopping on his trampoline. He does a, a spin and, and a move and uh, these few little routines that he does to get him locked in so that when he steps on the stage, boom, his energy's up here. He's ready to go. And that's what you need to do. That's how you need to figure out how to communicate your energy in an effective way. When I'm stepping on the floor to coach, I have a routine that I go through in my mind and, and physically that I go through that gets me ready to coach, gets me ready to bring the right energy and communicate that energy outwards. Because I know that as someone that is serving others, my role and responsibility in that moment is to bring energy to those people to serve those people and have them feel that energy to uplift them. So how are you communicating non-verbally in that way? The other factor of the non-verbal communication is literally how you stand and how you're, you're aware of your body. When we see someone like our arms crossed kind of idea, we often think closed off. Now I'm not one to believe that we have to not cross your arms in front of people. My point being is that you need to be considerate about how are you standing? Where are you standing? How are you moving? Because that's all communication. When I observe coaches in their environment coaching, one of the things I watch for is how much movement do they have in their coaching? Because that communicates something. If you have a coach or you have someone that's just standing off to the side and not really doing or saying anything, they're just standing there, that's communicating something. Now, they could be standing off there and very intently watching and observing and you feel their presence. There's some difference there compared to just standing and watching. So you need to be intentional with that. I want to see how much are you communicating through your movement. 
just moving past someone can influence them as a coach in the health and fitness industry. Just being more present and proud in your stance can impact others versus closed off and, and looking down. So your communication comes through in how you stand, how you hold yourself. Then, of course, there's how we actually communicate with our words. And when it comes to always being, always be communicating with our words specifically, the way that I teach this and I talk about this is through the action of asking more questions or communicating via questions more often than not. Because you see, oftentimes coaches like to hear themselves talk. I'm a culprit of this. I've done this over the years. I've, I talk a lot. I joke about it. But oftentimes coaches like to hear themselves talk because they have a lot of knowledge. They want to pass on that knowledge. However, often what needs to happen is the communication that they should always be doing is digging deeper, trying to pull back the layers a little bit more with those that they work with, asking more questions. So when it comes to the verbal communication side of always be communicating, there should always be more questions to be asked. Pull back those layers a little bit deeper. Go two, three, four, five, six layers deep with those that you serve. Always be communicating with them. The other side of that is where sometimes communication doesn't happen and problems arise because of it. And so this notion of always be communicating as coaches is just to over-communicate. Speak what you're about to do or what needs to happen or what you've seen. Don't be afraid to say your two cents or to ask the question. Because we often will hold back and that limits us. Compared to always being communicating, helps us to just get over a hump potentially or work through a problem that we've just been stuck on, but it's only because we haven't been willing to communicate. So always be communicating. Let a client know that I don't know this exactly, but I'm going to look into it versus not communicating that and just kind of skirting the issue. Guess what? The client's going to feel that. They're going to catch on to that. And that's going to leave a little bit of a different emotional response or thought process in their mind that you probably don't want. So always be communicating. Similarly, in the online form of written communication or text message communication is to outline what it is that you've discussed. So this is something that's really imperative when it comes to, say, like the consultation side of things or the um, confirmation of what someone's going to do with you. When I work with someone and we finish a session, we finish a consult or an intake or whatever, I'm going to communicate with them, not only with my words, but also with a follow-up message that allows me to convey everything that we talked about so that it's written in front of them and they've heard me say it. So this is why the idea of, and the notion and the process of always be communicating is so important to me. And I feel that it's a fundamental piece to anyone in the service-based industry because it's a skill that we need to develop. It's a skill that we need to work on and continually practice on a day-to-day -day basis. It is something that we often just put aside thinking that, oh, it doesn't really matter that much. But one of the things that I always smile about is 
the amount of time coaches that I work with that I mentor come back to me and go, you know, I now realize how important communication is because they ask me more questions about how to talk to people than they have about how to program for people. So always be communicating. Focus on how you communicate verbally, non-verbally, in written form. Work on those skills. See how you can be better. Analyze. Adjust. If you can take the time and you do take the time to do that, you will see an improvement in everything that you do as a coach, as someone that serves others. Level up. In the darkest of days, sometimes we find out who we are. Be the change or hit the bottom, hit it hard. We have a choice, yeah, we can take the power away and turn it into something to believe in. Believe in, it's up to you. It's up to you.